And he's like, nope, he wants to talk about pot. Um, Are we rolling? I'm Michael Marinello. And I'm Robert Mathers. And this is Radio Free Jersey Presents of All Time. On this episode, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. <laughs> Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to Of All Time. Uh, I'm coming to you from the uh, the compound in the township of the borough of Verona, where I am. I've been socially distancing myself from the entire universe, Howard Hughes style, for over a month. How are yes, you doing, Mike? Your, your mugs and your and your beer glasses. I'm I'm enjoying all of it, or as the kids would say, I'm here for it. Uh. <laughs> And how are things in Hoboken? Everything's good in Hoboken. Uh, just uh, getting on, keeping on. And uh, uh, I, I, we should uh, say we should welcome our, our friend from the uh, the Electric City. Uh, do we have that right, uh, Mr. Big? Yeah, that, that is correct. Uh, the Electric City of Schenectady, New York. <laughs> well, the re- yeah, so our, our guest here today from the Electric City, the tuner, uh, Ben Harrington, craft beer evangelist. Hey, of, guys. Is that, are you upstate? It is upstate, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And Ben, besides being a craft beer evangelist, is also a connoisseur of green, of flower, of herb, correct? <laughs> yes, allegedly. With a medical license to prove it, allegedly. And it is... April 20th, that means it's 420, which means it is International Celebration of Marijuana Day. We found a a, a list, I think aside from radio stations in general, we're going to start ripping Jan Werner's rag, uh, (laughs) which we both love to hate, Rolling Stone magazine. Right. This list came out one year ago today. It is, uh, (laughs) they call it... Pot Sounds, the 20 greatest weed-themed songs of all time from Rolling Stone magazine. Again, April 20th, 2019. So, uh, clearly we know that our uh, craft beer and herb flower evangelist um, has, 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 as the uh, 43rd president of the United States, <laughs> the opposite of that, he has inhaled... <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, are you comfortable admitting or not admitting or denying? What's your What's your relationship with pot, I guess, is what I'm asking. Uh, it's been probably, it's coming on 20 years-ish since I <sighs> probably have. So, uh, yeah, I'm fine. That's, you know, uh, anything that was 20 years ago, uh, I suppose, is long out of my system. <laughs> What, what's your excuse, man? Why, why, why'd you stop? Uh, it's, it's, it's a very good question. I moved home for a little bit for a while. And then uh, where I was living and what I was doing just didn't really, it didn't come into contact with it as much. So uh, just a, uh, and then married kids and then, you know, life gets, life is busy. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, I suppose. Well, that's fair. And the the, the beautiful thing about um, this particular uh, natural me- medicine is that it really is a non... And people who are uh, connoisseurs, uh, I, I believe, sh- are not and should not be judgmental. Uh, if, you, if one chooses not to partake, uh, I have certainly had my um, dalliances with Mary Jane. Uh, we've dated on and off for several decades, um, 
and uh, I have a I'm a very pro stance. I think that it should be your choice, and I do think it should be legal. And that's about as political as I think we make it today. Oh, who knows? So as <laughs> usual, we've got and and Rolling Stone did us a favor this time. They they limited the list to just twenty, which means we legitimately can can rag on them if there are songs that should have been on here that weren't so uh you want to dive in let's dive in shall we sure let's Um, go and i i'm uh maybe even to 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 set this all straight i uh, i'm not entirely sure if this list is there you know if they think it's the best songs that happen to be about it or this is just like the you know, I don't. It, this doesn't seem to. There, there doesn't seem to be much rhyme or reason to the this list, but we can get into the specifics of that as we go. So, number twenty: Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, Chris Christopherson, and Jamie Johnson. Roll me up and smoke me when I die. Two thousand twelve. Miley Cyrus, do it. Two thousand fifteen. Afro Man, because I got high. Two thousand. Amy Winehouse, addicted. Two thousand and six. And. 16 d'angelo brown sugar 1995 so starting at the top 20 right willie snoop christopherson and jamie johnson i i love this song um the whole premise of this song and by the way we will have a everything we talk about will be on a playlist on spotify that you that we'll link to from uh radiofreejersey.com and the show notes for this episode it's a really fun song. I've seen Willie and Jamie Johnson do it in concert right after this came out. It is. It's a It's a really fun song. Reminiscent of an old Dennis Leary bit from 1992 where he said, Keith Richards, we can't do drugs. You've done them all. We have to wait until you die, then smoke your ashes. <laughs> uh, and it's an interesting putting sort of the, the Mount Rushmore, well... Christofferson's not really known as much of a stoner as just more of a rockin' tour. Jamie Johnson is a great kind of red dirt uh, outlaw country artist. But you put Willie and Snoop Dogg on a record together, <laughs> I mean, that's right. kind of that's kind of gold right there. Exactly. So, so uh, I'm gonna go back and ask this these as we go. Um, but did you? I obviously you knew this song when it came out. Yes, I did not. I've never heard of this I, song until today. I I had heard I I want to say I heard it uh, or heard of it, uh, but I didn't until I saw this list. I didn't go back and, and listen through it all the way. So it's good to hear I have some company there. So, uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that I Yo. still do, I I went back and listened to most of these songs. I didn't even bother going to listen. Dude, to that song is a banger. That song is, is a banger. I, there you no, go. I mean it was it was okay. I mean I I don't know if it has a lot to do with weed. She just says to smoke weed all the time, and she's not a hippie. <laughs> I mean, like the song was just all right, and it it felt like some. It's, it felt like a confused song. Like it didn't know what it wanted to be. If it wanted to be like a hip hop song or wanted to be a drama bass song, I just I don't know. It was just weird. I'm gonna and I usually wait for my signature theme until we're kind of well into the episode. But <laughs> but I'm going to hit this right. You're gonna hear me repeat this several oh, times. Oh no! Oh no! Sometimes 
I don't think there is enough weed in the world to smoke to make a song good. And it, 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 I'm going to apply that to this Miley Cyrus song. I think she has a decent voice. I've seen her not get all crazy. I've seen her on Saturday Night Live. I, right? She's done some. Um, Listen, she's I done love some her. Okay. I, I do. I think she's fantastic. You know what I mean? Like legitimately think she's fantastic. The song was just weird, though. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm genuinely a fan of her for some weird reason, even though I don't, you know, there's just something about her I'm just into, you know? Okay. Uh, there, but the song is just strange. Is there something right. in the way she moves? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I feel like she got a bum rap. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she got a real bum rap and she's a pretty talented person, you know? All right. And, uh, All right. Yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. See, we're trying hey, not to be that harsh with our, with our mellow judgments. We're not trying to mellow the harsh, the mellow. Yeah. Don't harsh my mellow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a classic, right? Afro Man, right? Yep. Now, I only knew this. Was it? Wasn't this in one of the the Kevin Smith remakes? One of one of those Kevin Smith movies? You know what? I think it might have been in uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, actually, the video was directed by Kevin Smith and featured oh, was it Jane really? and Silent Bob. Yes. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's, That's pretty cool. And and just for the, the the audience, I'm sure this will be the first of many of these Kevin Smith references. The the last time the three of us all saw each other was uh, uh, 2009, I think. Red State. When we Red State saw, premiere. We Red State, yes. Yeah, the, exactly. Yes, at uh, Radio City, back back in a decade when you you could sit next to somebody in a theater. You yeah, know, and uh, uh, Tuner, you were right. It, is, it was the, the theme song of the film, Jane's. Oh, okay. Silent Bob Strike Back. You're right. Oh, God. I don't know if I should be proud of that or sad <laughs> that I knew that. You absolutely should be proud of that. We are um, we're working on, and hopefully this will help it, we're working on getting Kevin Smith on the show at some point. Oh, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> uh, we would like Listen, to, uh, Jersey. Jersey, yes, baby. Absolutely. I, we, we would like to talk to Kevin Smith uh, and get his take on people who rank his films because we... We're staunch defenders of Kevin Smith here. <laughs> I, you know RFJ, what it is, man? Like, OAC. listen, he's a genuinely nice person. Mm -hmm. And you, how hard is it to not be a fan? Like, you got to be a fan of that guy. Right. Yep. You know, it's like, yeah, heart of gold. Yes. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Moving on. Right. Uh, Amy Winehouse, Addicted. I didn't remember it as much. And then I realized it was a bonus track on her. Back to Black, Back back, back to Back, Back to Black um, uh, album. And it, it was pretty good. I, I guess it just mentions, the, you know, she had so many, you know, uh, substance abuse problems and, you know, songs about going to rehab and stuff like that, that is kind of all kind of fits with the general milieu of, of Amy Winehouse uh, in, in the mid-2000s. I mean, listen, it's Amy Winehouse probably at her prime and she's complaining about her man stealing a little bit of weed from her stash. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's just like, it's a song about greed and right. it's her greed to make him buy his own bag when, you know, obviously they're sharing a space together. Right. You know, <laughs> well put. I like that. That's good. All right. Sorry, man. No, sorry, man. I'm like, no, you're listen, good. You got a stash. It's for the house, man. Don't don't complain about this is my stash. This is your stash. 
know, like, see that, What's kids? Up? And we got we got a little etiquette lesson today. We got a little stash etiquette for you on 420 yeah. while you are quarantined, while you're home. You know, while we're all quarantined, this is a way that people are passing the time. Some people are helping to deal with the craziness and uh, and the end time. I wish, actually, I'll take another little <laughs> political statement that I think the state of Michigan, I think people in Michigan need a little mellowing, a little green right now because they're going to get us all killed. Right. Yeah. How sad was that shit, man? Like, Hope, for real. <laughs> hopefully we haven't offended any of our Detroit listeners. <laughs> all right, moving uh, is, on. Uh, is, uh, uh, what's his name, Ted Nugent a listener, you think? <laughs> Not yet. We have, once we, I think we'll get, we'll book Ted when we do uh, the 20 greatest arrows that you can pull out of your quiver. Do we know how, uh, do we know how Kid Rock stands on the whole, uh, Quarantine at home thing in Michigan. I, it's whatever. I have not heard, but that's a that's a fascinating. I mean, were question. they blaring, you know, Kid Rock as they were rolling up to the state house? I right. have a feeling that Kid Rock, uh, his stance is whatever the president tells him. It is right, exactly, and or going to make me a lot of money. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then D'Angelo Brown Sugar, which I didn't know. I went back and listened to, which I liked. Um, it's a jam. Did you, uh, Robert? Did you get a chance to listen to it? I did. I've listened to all of them. I like it. This is this is one of those where I I don't know D'Angelo that well. I this came out the year we graduated college. I um uh, so I didn't remember it because by then I was full on working in classic rock radio and missed missed what right. the hip kids in urban radio were listening to. But um, yeah, I think it's a, it, it it. I didn't see. I don't know. Maybe I'm bad at comprehension. Like, I listen to the song. The song is fantastic. D'Angelo's the man, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you play D'Angelo to get um, laid uh, where I grew up. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I, I, love it. I, I just, but I didn't see the correlation. I, maybe I missed it in the song. I don't know. I got, I just, maybe I went back in a time machine and I didn't hear the, the references to deserve this to be on this list. Um, yeah, it, so. it is a little. Um, is it more subtle than it should be? Well, I, I guess it's certainly. I you know I su suppose if you were to go like and split it like fifty fifty, and you could say like, well, you could take half of what he says as he's talking about wanting to have sex with her, and half he's wanting to smoke <laughs> smoke weed. I'd say it it goes. My reading of it was I would say maybe sixty five seventy five more it he was talking about a girl and 25 percent he was talking about weed but that's just so, because yeah, he's so overt, I, I agree with sorry because because he's overt about talking about the girl now i just just i want everybody to just keep that in mind in the back of your head what i just said because he was overt in the lyrics about talking about the girl um and that's going to come back in a little bit here okay there you go all right, so continuing on, uh, we'll, we'll go 15 through 11. 15 is Sleep, uh, Dope Smoker. Uh, and number 14 is Tom Petty, You Don't Know How It Feels. Uh, 13 is Red Man and Method Man, How High. Uh, 12 is Cypress Hill, Hits from the Bong. And 11 is Snoop Dogg, Gin and Juice. This is probably, out of the, the groups of five I have, only one of them I did not know at all which was Dope Smoker. Did you guys know know that one? Uh, no, I've never heard of it before in my life, and yep. I tried to listen to it. Uh, 
and honestly, uh, it says Sleep Dope Smoker 1999-2003. That's how long the song lasted. I mean, it was an hour or something long. And I'm like going through it. I'm like, where is this going? I, I, I've never been that high where something that like that would pique my interest. Do you it, know what I mean? It, it, so like, that's a battle. Did you even know who Sleep was? No. Are they're they're a metal band? Um, apparently, according to Rolling Stone, they're one of the. They're they have a. I guess this came out. What was released in '99. And then was re re released as as a song called Jerusalem in '99. I'm reading from Rolling Stone here, um, so it's a very long metal song. I missed these guys in the late '90s. No idea who they were. Uh, that was not the metal that I was necessarily into. The only reason I know who they are, and I am holding in my hand a quadruple LP of the band Sleep. What? That was recorded at Third Man Records. This was one of Jack White's Third Man Records um, uh, last year. Was that part of the Memphis? Vault? Uh, yeah, Nashville. Part of the Vault Nashville. collection. And uh, so the single version is 63 minutes. So on this <laughs> live version, they do Dope Smoker Part 1. Then you got to flip <laughs> the side uh-huh. and finish the song. And they have Dope Smoker Part 2. It is... um, No, it's a dirge. It's definitely a dirge. This is also one of those where you need to... I'm on the the fence whether this... this, The more you... The higher you are, the better it sounds. I'll be honest, man. Like, I think that's more of an acid trip song than like a weed song. Fair enough. Fair Fair enough. enough. Yeah, because I mean that that song is supposed to be a journey, but it's a long journey, and weed's not that strong. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, and next we go to you. You don't know how it feels, Tom Petty. Which um, now remind me, this is after uh, Last Dance, Last Dance with Mary Jane. So this is from Wallflowers. Uh, right. which I guess technically is the first solo album that Tom right. Petty released in 1995. So Mary Jane was, I think, the year before on right. the with the, for, on the he, greatest hits. It was, a, right. it was, it was tacked on yeah. to the greatest hits. Right. It was like the one or two. I think he recorded that and uh, Thunderclap Newman song as kind of add-ons to his greatest hits. I would, yeah. I mean, he's like, let's, you know, it just says let's roll another joint. And, you know, I remember when this video was on MTV, him them kind of you know uh blurting it out to just let's roll another yeah yeah i'd give that to you i mean it's i mean it's it's just a tom petty song it's i don't you know i don't yeah i'm sure he liked getting high so (laughs) are you not are you not like a tom petty guy i i'm you know what it one of the that i'm happy that uh robert's on this message i he was uh i've always liked him and he's probably my biggest regret of one of those guys. Robert had tickets to go see him in Philly, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'll just see him the next time he's up around here at MSG or in New Jersey or wherever. And the next time, uh, there was no next time, he, he died. So I, uh, I, you know, I regret not having to go and see, uh, not getting to see him live in concert. And, and I like him. Uh, I, and I like this song too. I, you know, I think it's a, a, I think it's a fine song. I just, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I would put uh, less dance for. Uh, 
above above this or, re, or so I would definitely put so I'm wondering if they decided to only do one song Perfect. by artist like if that was their criteria because they didn't really lay out what the criteria was right um, because I think Mary Jane's last dance um, is and again we'll sort of put a pin in that and come back to it because I think right. that it it, it um, there's a there's another way that this list could be could be referenced overt versus covert or innuendo right. yep um, yep uh, and speaking of overt, we get into and Kevin Smith and uh, you know Red Man, Red Man, Method Man were in the latest yep. uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot as yep. themselves. Right. I'm going to tell you boys right now. This, these next songs that are coming up are are in my top. I'm yeah. like excited about these songs here. Yeah, they're all great, and they're all things I I knew. You know, from the get-go, I didn't even. In fact, oh. these ones I didn't have to go back and listen to because I knew them yep. so well. So. Oh, I was so happy that I went back and listened to these. Like <laughs> I, I was just like, I put the playlist together, and I'm like, okay, and I'm listening to my car as I'm working today, and I'm like driving around, and then these songs hit in a row, and mm-hmm. so Red Man and Method Man, how high? Oh my god, that song is fantastic. <laughs> And the Cypress Hill track there, uh, Hits from the Bong, I had forgotten the melody sample is Dusty Springfield, Son of a Preacher Man. Right. Such a great song. It's so good. I I, Can I tell you, I actually ran into Be Real. Uh, The one I went to L.A. once back when I worked in radio, and uh, we went to the radio room. No, the Rainbow Room, right? Is that the place mm-hmm. on Sunset? Yeah. And I literally went outside to smoke a cigarette, and I ran into literally to be real. <laughs> and and I had to say, say excuse me, and I was sorry, and that was it. No, no. <laughs> I was I was like, I felt bad. I didn't mean to hit the guy. And so I apologized, and I just went about my business. Now, I will say gin and juice. I don't know. I mean, he talks about chronic. He talks about, uh, oh, God, who gave him... It's- it's gin and juice endo, bro. Right. He's, yes. Yeah. Although I've I uh I do love the Hasty Dixie cover version of this. Yeah. It is, is a good a, that is a great song. Yeah, that is a good version. All right, the next five. Mighty Diamonds past the Kuchi. Uh the Toys, Smoke Two Joints, uh, Rick James, Mary Jane, Bob Marley Kaya, and Peter Tosh Legalize It. Um, two of those songs. The first two, ten and nine, I only knew from their cover slash remake slash whatever you want to call past the Duchy compared to past the Gucci. Um, I didn't, I did not realize the original song. You know, I, I, even growing up when I heard the original, when I heard musical youth do past the Duchy, I knew it. I thought it was about uh, smoking marijuana. Uh, I did not realize that it was based off of a song that was really about it. So uh, there you go. Now, who I had never heard "Smoke Two Joints" before. I don't know either cover. I don't know. Uh, I don't know this. I didn't know this one. This original by the Toys, and I who covered it? Is it Sublime? Oh, that actually that is track. correct. Yes, you're right. I when I was looking up the song for my playlist to listen to these songs. I did see uh, that uh, uh, Sublime popped up. Yeah, so I, so I listened to the to the Toys version, and I recognize. I then I'm like, oh, all right, I, I think I remember the the Sublime version. So, 
and I, so, and then, I mean, there's nothing that Sublime did that wasn't influenced by marijuana, which <laughs> I think is is part of their. I don't know. Not a not a huge fan. All right, uh, but uh, now Bob Marley. So of all the Bob Marley songs, they pick this one. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. Time out. Oh, oh. sorry, we forgot Rick James. We forgot Rick James. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like this song, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know it as well as I knew some of his other ones, but it's it's good. It's it's a it's, it's, a, it's a good jam. Now, in my high school yearbook with my uh, my senior yearbook, I put in my love was Mary Jane. <laughs> so this song speaks to me. There you go. And then I guess we get to Peter Tosh with with the most overt reference of all. Hey, legalize it. <laughs> it's a great song, dude. Yes. It is. All right. And the top five. Um, roll another number. I, Neil Young. Uh, Black Sabbath, Sweet Leaf, uh, Brewer and Shipley, One Took Over the Line, which had me singing that song uh, over and over again. And Bob Dylan, Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35, also known as Everybody Must Get Stoned. And the Beatles got to get you into my life. So let's start with Neil Young. Roll another number for the road. This is, I guess because he said roll another number and that's a that's a euphemism uh you know but uh yeah this is a song about driving while intoxicated right exactly uh again this adds to my listening to neil young through through the prism of 2020 going yeah neil young is kind of a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah like um, i always kind of felt that but but yeah he's Kind of a, I mean, he he couldn't ever get along with any band. Right, broke up with his wife of like forty five years to move in with Daryl Hannah. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, bought up all the train, all the toy trains in the world. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. He does the bridge school benefit. Yeah, we'll give him that and all that. And right. fine, he's you know the godfather of Pearl Jam, but he's kind of a dick. Yeah. So uh, I would think that uh, instead of doing roll another number from the road. I, he would do um, after the gold rush where he actually talks about wanting to go get high and talking about Mother Nature being on the run in the 20th century and everything's falling apart. So I just want to go get high and forget all about it. But yes. uh, they went with uh, Roland. Yeah, as, as Robert said, they went with him, uh, you know, driving drunk. <laughs> uh and then we get to probably, and I, I definitely think this belongs in the top five. I will even say, if you're going to do an overt li- list of pot songs, yep, this should be number one. Uh-huh. And Black Sabbath with with Sweet Leaf. I mean, just for shits and giggles, kids. This is how the song starts. <laughs> It is a hard pan from left to right in your stereo speakers of Ozzy Osbourne coughing as he exhales a joint. I if you I didn't know me- that song was about that. <laughs> like I had no idea. Really? I had no idea that song was about weed. You're kidding. I knew the song did no, not man. know the title. Listen, I, I again I'm terrible with comprehension. So, like, I hear music for what it is. I don't know what the song's about. Uh, no, I mean, I, this one, I, I mean, I probably was aware of it. Any W played it. Right. I mean, it's a great <laughs> song. Don't get me wrong. Right. I, I recognize that song, and I like that song. 
It helps but I didn't him know ease it was his about mind. Weed. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get to this like joke where where this Brewer and Shipley one took over the line. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the Mobituaries podcast episode about Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk covered one took over the line um, because he it uh, or, or in that episode they were talking about some other like wholesome act that was always on the like the cow sills or some shit like that. That was always on the Lawrence Welk show. They covered one took over the line because it was a because of the line "Sweet Mary, Sweet Jesus." They literally thought it was a religious song and blew past the fact that I'm down and out. I'm sitting at a uh, what is it, sitting on a bench at a railway station. One yep. took over the line. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I want to see is that. It. It's oh. um, yeah, exactly. It's it's also pretty funny to think, and I. I I love the way in the description that Rolling Stone provided how they came up with the title. It's while they were just both smoking and one said to the other, like, Oh, how you feeling? And the, like, one of them said, Oh, I'm one took over the line, which uh, it's just uh, a good way to describe being a little too zonked for your own good. I totally know what he's talking about. All right. And then we get to, uh, <laughs> We're going to have to do a whole show. We could do a whole show about Bob Dylan. Uh, and I have right. not. Have you heard the the new Bob Dylan song yet? I have not, though. Didn't it? It it, um, it charted, didn't it? It did chart. 17 minutes about the uh, murder most foul. It is called about the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Haven't heard it yet. Um, oddly enough, I haven't had 17 minutes where I could sit and dissect a Bob Dylan song. But this, <laughs> this is a great song. Um, and it's... And it's funny because the, 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 my interpretation for years was I thought he was playing on the word stoned. I really did not think it was about drugs. I thought it was a almost biblical reference of, yes. you know, hey, you, you try all this stuff and you do you live your life and the man and the system they're gonna throw stone they're gonna stone you like they did in the right. biblical yep. times. You know, Jehovah, yep. Jehovah, Jehovah. <laughs> I agree. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I still, you know, the, the, here's another one where you could feel kind of you could take it either way. I, I mean, I guess just everyone singing everybody, you know, the the the, the chorus is what everyone, but what does it to, for everybody? Just basically an invitation to go get stoned, right? So, hey, listen, Bob Dylan's telling us all to go get stoned. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the number one song in the Rolling Stones' greatest weed theme songs of all time is <laughs> "Got to Get You Into My Life." Um, that's odd. Uh, th th here's the here's why I think it's a little bit miscast as the first song um, because I don't think at the time that it came out in the mid sixties, six sixty six, that. McCartney talked about it that way. I only think it was probably later in the 70s or the 80s that he's like, oh, well, you know what I wrote that song about was I actually wrote it about, you know, my love of pot. Um, but that's just my take. I, no, you you're know, absolutely I, right. I don't think the first time I remember even because I remember talking about this on the radio in 96 when the anthologies came out. Right. And it was a big deal because I think in the documentary he revealed that was the first time he talked about this. It right. was it was I think rumored and tongue in cheek uh before that or it was an innuendo. But it was always this supposed to be this great 
like kind of soul love song with right. the horns. It was the, really the first time the Beatles added this crazy horn section. Right, yep. Um, and yeah, it uh, even now when I listen to it, it, it is very difficult to add the pot part in it. And as the I think as Paul McCartney told the story, they had been introduced uh, to marijuana from um, Bob Dylan. Number two on the list. <laughs> this was the you know this was the the this was their answer to him. Like, oh my right. god, thank you. Yeah. I so mean, I I would I would put it on the list. I just would not put it that. That's why I was. That's also part of my thinking that like I wouldn't like I I don't know if this is I don't know what sort of order this is in, but I wouldn't put this at the top of any. I would have never thought this song was about weed. See, there you in go. My entire right. Life. right. I wouldn't this this song this song is the die hard of Christmas movies, right? <laughs> it's uh I like that. You know, it's so much, you know, like yeah. Oh yeah, die hard. It's a Christmas movie. It really? Is. is it? Is it? Is it really? <laughs> is this song really about weed? Is it really? <laughs> right. you know, or is it just an action movie or you know I don't know, man. I, I, this song doesn't seem to me to be about that. All right, right, so Mike, you've but but this so so I think we can kind of pivot as we wind up here. The conversation right. of uh, is this list? It it appears to be a mix of overt and innuendo. I always like clever over direct, yep. certainly in art. Um, and obviously with "Got to Get You Into My Life" as a uh, you know, it's an innuendo. Right. One took over the line. It's a little, it's a little drop. You might not know clearly because Lawrence Welk didn't know. Uh, yep. You know, uh, um, <laughs> I would think you don't know how it feels. I mean, he talks about a joint, although it's not really a, a song about pot. Um, right. Roll me up and smoke me when I die could be six different things, you know. <laughs> but uh, right. I, like they left out a bunch of stuff. Now, Mike, you had a couple in here that you you yeah. thought. Well, because I. In the in the write up of Rainy Day Women twelve and thirty five, they talk about Bob Dylan saying, "Oh, you know, whoever thinks this song is a drug song, that's vulgar," and that that hit on something and uh, reminded me of something when I lived in England. Um, a, a buddy of mine was really into Bob Dylan, and we'd go to Camden Town and he'd buy Bob Dylan bootlegs, and he this was well this before well before the whole bob dylan bootleg series had come out and uh so he got one of the albert hall shows entire show uh a couple bootlegs uh for that stuff and in there it's one of the ones where he's about to introduce visions of johanna and he goes off on this dylan-esque long rambling diatribe against the british media saying like i don't think i'll ever come back here i don't like the british media you guys are a bunch of you know, basically calling them a bunch of knuckleheads. Um, and then he says, like, you know, for example, you think this next song, I've I've heard it referred to as a drug song. And this is not, uh, I don't write drug songs. This is not a drug song. This is, it's vulgar that you would consider this a drug song. Uh, and then he plays Visions of Johanna. Now, I would, you know, I guess you could say that, you know, visions and, you know, all these, all the weird kind of imagery that that are in the song, jewels and binoculars hang from the head of the mule type stuff uh, is trippy, is a little out there. You know, maybe, you know, you wrote it in an altered state. But, uh, you know, I would think (laughs) 
that if he was that if the press was calling him out for drug songs, that they would be calling him out for something like Rainy Day Women, twelve thirty-five. But um, I, I don't, I don't know. It's um, I, I always liked Visions of Johanna. I liked, the, I really liked that version of that song. I, but I never really associated it with, you know, with you know a you know visions or you know right. like being so altered that I was having, you know, cryptic visions, but uh, maybe, maybe it is. I, I just always liked the song. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you, what do you think? I, no, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, I, I, I mean, a lot of his stuff was laced with, uh, you know, with innuendo and things like that. And you, you brought up another really interesting Ray Charles, Joe Cocker, a uh, right. bunch of people have covered this. Uh, yes, I, and then I remember uh, you mostly uh, introduced me to the Joe Cocker version uh, on the, w- with the Woodstock soundtrack, uh, the low get let's go get stoned. Um, now I, you know, when I heard that, then I heard the Ray Charles version, and then I think there's an even further original, more original version, <laughs> original original a. Uh, somebody that Ray Charles was covering um, before that. Uh, oh, it's an old blues but, song, uh, right? Or, or original R&B, yeah. Right, and in the song, it mentions about getting a bottle of gin and taking nips off the gin. Um, so I believe, unless I'm completely missing, you know, some idiomatic uh, sayings there, that they're talking about go getting getting quote stone drunk. Right, you you are one hundred percent correct. The uh, in fact, there's an old bit from nineteen sixty three. So marijuana has been around, uh, certainly in popular culture since the fifties. Uh, actually, probably even back to the thirties. Um, but there's a there's a bit in I think the Rat Pack at the Sands, which I believe was either sixty or sixty three, where Dean okay. Martin talks about getting stoned. And it's it, like th- that meant stone drunk. That meant you you drank so much you were the same. Uh, you know, you drink certainly as a whiskey connoisseur. I can tell you, you drink the right whiskey in the right amount. It does have some psychotropic. You you do kind of jump into another land, especially if you're like me and a happy drunk. Um, <laughs> but I, I and I think that's what see. But with Ray, when Ray Charles did it, he could have been. I don't think he was a pot smoker, but we know he was a drinker, and we know he was a heroin user. Right. I um, think he released this after he was busted the first time for for being caught with heroin. Heroin. So yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. If we're going to talk about innuendo songs that everybody, especially now, uh, it, by 2019, even when this list was originally written, that that were references to pot smoking. Proud Mary by Creedence Clearwater Revival, clearly a pot song. Now, I didn't know that until my father, my straight-laced <laughs> father, who never, ever, right. and has, in his 70s, and has no desire to ever touch it. I've gone this far. I went through Vietnam. I drank. I didn't smoke pot. Um, right. He goes, yeah, no, Proud Mary, yeah, that's a that's a pot song. I'm like, really? And he goes, listen to it again. Rolling, rolling down the river. I went, Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Such the, a good. Point. I was surprised that Steve Miller's "The Joker" wasn't on here. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you can do one toke over the line, "Purple yeah. Haze," which is an actual strain of pot, right, Ben? <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> uh, Dave Matthews band Crush talks about getting high. So if you're going to put D'Angelo in there, why don't you have Dave Matthews? Because basically Dave Matthews is music for you to either get stoned by uh, or if you're at, at our age, drink wine uh, <laughs> and mellow uh, and then, you know, get with your partner uh, or whatever. We already talked about uh, uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane by Tom Petty, yep. which is a a more of, you know, more, more of an innuendo, I think. My favorite one of all, which which is uh you know in between uh overt uh and if you're going to put legalize on it why wouldn't you have uh steppenwolf don't step on the grass sam yeah from steppenwolf the <laughs> second so uh, i'm going to uh, the birds 8 miles high yeah it's not about space guys david crosby <laughs> has said this peter paul and mary Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh my Dragon god, I forgot about that is song. Is a pot song that has that got a, a, What a is the What's the movie with Ben Stiller where he's trying to he's like it's like oh, he's trying to uh, he's oh, I am going to go meet with the me. parents? Sure. Yeah. I don't I yeah, never, he's trying to explain yeah. to Robert De Niro who's like a like works for the CIA or something like that and they're driving he like picks him up from the train station or something like that and he's listening to and Robert De Niro is listening to Peter Paul and Mary go puff the magic dragon like the drug reference right it's like ever puff the magic dragon and Robert De Niro <laughs> playing completely the straight man it's like it's about a boy and his you know is an imagination what what are you talking about why are you trying to ruin this so all right, so this one, and it's two weeks in a row where I'm going to reference the song. I'm going to see if I can fit it in it as much as I can. Uh, it is one of my favorite songs. I do have. I it's. I collect cover versions of this. Yes. Uh, if they're good, it is Hoyt Axton's "Never Been to Spain," which was made very popular by Three Dog Night. It's a pop yep. song. That uh, I did not. I did not know. I did not um, it's, explain. I, there's some debate about it. Uh, you know, I've never been to Spain. I mean, think. So next time you listen to it, uh, couch. Imagine you yourself stoned with somebody else, and this is the conversation. You know, I've never been to Spain, but I kind of like the music. Oh, <laughs> I hear the ladies are insane. You know, they know how to use it. They don't abuse it. <laughs> <laughs> they're never going to uh, lose it. And then it goes, and then, you know, the other guy's going, you know, I, uh, I've i never been to England. I kind of like the Beatles. I mean, it is a stoned, <laughs> it is a stoner conversation. You know, Oklahoma, Arizona, what does it matter? But it's it's <laughs> over and over again. Uh, they know how to use it, never going to lose it. If you believe right. that God to get you into my life is a pot song, then never been to Spain is absolutely, I've never been to heaven. But I've been to Oklahoma. <laughs> well, you'd have to be high to consider Oklahoma close enough to heaven. Oh my I love god, it. that place is terrible. <laughs> Oklahoma, I, dude, uh, can I tell you something? I've never been more sick in my life than I have been in Oklahoma. Really, dude? It was the worst time of my life, uh, and, and I'm saying like this now in the COVID terms. But like, I go to Oklahoma, I catch a flu. And I'm stuck there, and I had to stay three days past my flight, just sitting in my friend's like guest room, like keeled over. Oh, it was horrible. All right, as we wind up here, are we calling BS on this list? 
I would say so, but you know, I'm I'm also a generous grader, so I, we don't have to. But if you if you two uh, are are good with it, I'm fine with it as well. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't ben? think it's bad. I I I think a lot of these songs deserve to be on this list, but you know, again, I don't know about that Beatles song at number one. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, maybe the Beatles had a reference, and they're one of the greatest bands of all time. Sure, they should be number one. That's how I feel. Right. So because it's Rolling Stone magazine, is that does that sort of influence you think that that's why it was number 1 because it it's Rolling Stone magazine? I, I that would be my So they were getting too, you know, like we've established Rolling Stone gets too cute for their own. All right, I I agree uh c- clearly I think that this should have been split up a, a, a little bit better. I, I think they should have done like these are direct songs about pot where you, you there's no mistaking it. And then here's right. a list of hey these are great songs that subliminally you had no idea were about pot. Right. I, I agree. So I think that's going <laughs> to, I think that's it. We've gone to the end of the joint here, kids. It's time to end another episode <laughs> of all time. Ben Harrington, the tuner craft beer evangelist from the electric city. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Hey man, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Ben, do you want to plug anything? Nope. Just be well. Thank you again for listening. You can follow us the following on Twitter. It's at Radio Free Jersey on Instagram, RFJ of all time. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Just search for Radio Free Jersey or you can hit us online, RadioFreeJersey.com. And make sure you tell a friend about RFJ Presents of all time and uh, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And this is really important. We're in the music uh, and music commentary chart. You know, that's our category here um, because that's predominantly what we're talking about. And if, if it, the more five-star ratings we can actually get up into the Apple charts, into the top 200, which opens the show up for more people to discover us. So please help us. Uh, you know, we told you Ben is a craft beer evangelist. If you could be an RFJ of all time evangelist, uh, we're working on some merch that we can get you from a safe distance. Uh, we have to get a few more episodes under sponsor under our belt, but then we'll get there. So thank you very much, everybody. This podcast is a production of Radio Free Jersey.